PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Hotbox Hockey, hotboxhockey.com, puffpuckpass.com. Founded in Orange County, California, but based in St. Louis, Missouri, Hotbox Hockey is a lifestyle hockey brand infusing hockey and cannabis culture. They are the plug for hockey apparel, delivering threads to pylons, the beauties, and rockets alike. They draw inspiration from the generates, booze hounds, burnouts, skids, home dressers, and other various benders while mixing in some coastal vibes. So remember the stretch before and after you play, and as the old adage goes, puff, puck, pass. Puff, puck, pass. Hotbox Hockey, hotboxhockey.com or puffpuckpass.com. And starting on September 27th, there is a end of summer sale where you can use discount code TARPSOFF for 50% off all shirts starting on September 27th. Again, TARPSOFF is your discount code for 50% off all shirts. Hotbox Hockey, hotboxhockey.com or puffpuckpass.com. A team that was in last place on January 3rd. The players on the bench are bouncing up. History will be made tonight in Boston. 15 seconds to go as Shen blocks a puck to the corner. 10 seconds remaining. Get up, St. Louis. Get on your feet. Raise them high. Five seconds to go. And the time winds down. They did it. It's over. The game is over. The series is over. The wait is over. And the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. Oh boy, we are back. Hockey Talks. Hockey Talks, baby. It's back. So excited. Offended. Offended. Hockey Talks presented by PWP Nation and Hotbox Hockey. We are back. Welcome back. Stoutsy, tricky. We're here. It came so soon. It did. I know, right? It's like, did we get an (laughs) offseason? Oh, God. It's a good thing, though. No shit, dude. That's a good thing, though. Jeez. Hockey Talks is back, and Hockey Talks presented by PWP Nation and Hotbox Hockey. Hotbox Hockey will be one of our main sponsors uh, moving forward with this uh, season, so welcome aboard. Tarps off, discount. By the time this episode goes up, well, no, Friday, September 27th is when the end of the summer sales uh, begins for their t-shirts. Tarps off is the discount code. Make sure you go plug that in. Yes, sir. But hockey, we're back, baby. Hockey returns. Yeah, this man. Week, and what a way to kick things off! Then the Blues facing off against two years ago Stanley Cup champion winners. I guess one year. Do you say one year ago? I guess. Uh, last season. See, yeah. How do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Previous previous year? But two Stanley Cup champions, the last two Stanley Cup champions facing off against each other to kick off the NHL season. I'm ready. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a good game. It's on, uh, what's it on? NBC. NBC. NBC Sports. Yes, sir. Um, 
we have the Cardinals have or the Cardinals. Jesus Christ, I'm watching the end of the Cardinals game. The fucking Blues have what fifteen to eighteen like NBC games this year, or something like that. I think so. It's around there. That's that's a crazy amount. Yeah, as which is awesome as Biz would say, that's Banana Lands. Yeah, I think last year we had twelve. Yeah. I think we might have so, the most of any of any team this season. Probably because the fucking NHL realized that like the Blues are actually like a marketable team, and like we were the most watched like Stanley Cup final. Like, was it ever that we were, or was I, it of like the modern like era? It's it's up there. We were the it's most watched, the weren't top. we? I think. I think we were, or at least like the most watched in the last like five years or ten years or something like that. We broke the record. We broke the NHL was... record for most merchandise sold after a Stanley Cup win. Yeah, I bet. Not surprised at all. No, not at all. Which is awesome. Like, yeah, I think you know. There's a lot of I think just hockey fan. You know how like me and you were fans of certain teams. I think your uh, normal hockey fans have have become St. Louis Blues fans as well and get excited to watch uh, our game. So. Well, it's I good mean, to see. The Blues easily became America's team once Boston made it to the finals. Yeah, easily. Nobody wanted to see Boston winning yet. No, yeah. And the people saying that the Blues were a bunch of headshots are fucking idiots. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, Blues are dirty. It's like, God damn it! if you don't understand that when playoffs happen, the dirtiness comes out, then stop watching hockey. No shit. It's another level of <laughs> hockey. And preseason yeah. is a, definitely another level of hockey. Very slow moving preseason. <laughs> like, God. Yeah. Like the players they're not hitting each other at all. You can just tell like it's preseason. Like I remember going to a preseason game a few years ago and there was just fights and hits and it's it's not like that anymore. It's just like No, it's it's not. Like you have a players here and there who are obviously trying to make an impact, like Clem Costin, for example. And right. he's having just one hell of a preseason. I think this preseason, honestly, should determine his spot on the roster. Like, I I think so too. I mean, it's also though. It's like I know Jordan Kyrie had a pretty good uh, preseason last year, and then we kind of saw him fall off a little bit. But the more he got called up, so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to say. You never know what's going to happen with a guy like Clem Costin if he were to get on the main roster and play, but not do as much. It's it's kind of uh, it can be hit or miss, but that doesn't mean the guy won't end up being a, right. a stud. But I mean, I. I think he should be on the um, – I think he's going to spot on the roster. Now, I would understand if we're not going to maybe like – if he's not going to start off with big minutes, then, yeah, you know, you throw him in the minor leagues and keep him playing and uh, keep his game up to par. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, I, tr- I trust Barube and whatever Armstrong want to do with him. So. Yeah, Armstrong just yeah. putting his dick in our mouths again. Um, yeah fucking pulling off just an unbelievable trade sending Joel Edmondson Bach and was it two picks to two picks I think to Carolina for Justin Falk I mean just an unbelievable trade that I think Uh, the Blues got the better part of in my opinion oh definitely and I mean this you know me and you were and most Blues fans were sitting here like all right we got a week till the season starts and you know roster's looking Looking good, got the same squad pretty much, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fucking, uh, they pull this trade off. 
I was like, you got to be kidding me. I thought it was fake on Twitter when I saw it. I was scrolling through. I was like, oh, that's fake. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's that's like the NHL tweeting it or some shit. I was like, are you kidding me? Let Did me we t- really just pull this off? Let me tell you, if you try to make that trade in NHL in the video game, they're gonna, it's going to get rejected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, 100%, man. Like, Armstrong, for much shit that, he, that we give him, and I'm not the biggest Armstrong fan, and... I think finally last season, like he finally did the right moves for once. Mm-hmm. So I think in previous years, I think he kind of put bad contracts against us, and it's kind of cost us in the few seasons ago, especially like Shattenkirk or Bullmeister or Steen. Like Jake Allen now is one, and it's just like these contracts kind of fucking kill us in in the long run. Yeah, like last yeah. year it finally paid off, but. Now, yeah. in the past two years, he's been pulling off some deals. It's just like, how are these other GMs like agreeing to these deals? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he he definitely uh, has learned from his mistakes, and I think you know we obviously got pigeonholed a little bit with some of the contracts he gave out and stuff, yeah. and the no trade clauses. And uh, I think he learned from his mistakes. And I think the other big thing too is uh, he's we're finally letting some of these young guys play that don't have such right. crazy contracts that you're not having to go out and try to like find a, you know, a mid tier player with a, with a, uh, you know, a, a contract that's going to lock up your team. And then, you know, it helps when you put some faith in those young guys with those smaller contracts. Like we, you know, fuck, you look at the kids that helped us win a Stanley cup last year and how much we're paying them. It's like, that's, it's a fucking steal. That's kind of the way you almost want to do it. I know it's not easy, but uh, it definitely helps in the long run with with contracts. You're not going out trying to pick up a you know. No offense to like Steve Ott and guys like that, but those guys aren't going to really do too much to help you win a cup. So you're wasting money there. So he's definitely learned. He's definitely learned, and he's got his dick in our mouth. So <laughs> I'm happy, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> this Justin Folk trade was just crazy. It's people are saying it's a. Uh, people are saying we uh, like some Carolina people are like, oh, good luck with him or something like that, or like, you know, picking on his game a bit. And I'm like, I'm sure there's aspects to his game that aren't perfect, but fuck for us, this is huge. Yeah, but remember those. We also had people last year that were saying, oh, good luck with O'Reilly. He doesn't produce or do anything. For yeah. The team. Ex- yeah, exactly. Fucking con Smythe winner, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, whatever, Carolina. I don't know why you're hating on a probably one of your best players on your team, but whatever, we'll take him. He em. was like top, like I want to say top five last year for Carolina in like points. Probably. I mean, the guys. Uh, I think the, every season he's put up ten plus goals. He's they had a strong you know, not, power play too. Yeah. Well, he's fucking phenomenal on the power play. I think it's uh, what was that stat? I tweeted it. I retweeted it from somebody. It's like in, since 2011-12 when he came in the league, he has the fourth most power play goals behind Shea Weber, uh, Oliver, or uh, what's his name? Like Oakman. Uh, I can never say his fucking name. The Larson guy. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. I think so. Yeah, and then uh, fucking Bender. Uh, I couldn't say his name. <laughs> uh, Not the player. And, you. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. I just have to cla- uh, clarify that before some social justice warrior gets all worked up when I hear this. Uh, and he's tied with like Brett Burns, like forty goals since that time in power play, uh, on power play. So it's like that's fucking huge for us. And I, 
I'm excited, and I imagine he's going to come in amped up like O'Reilly did. Oh, I think like, so oh. too. Yeah, you know, and I'm not expect this guy's not going to give us 60, 70 points. He's going to be in, in between the 40, 55 range, probably. That's kind of how his career is. But there's so much more to his game, puck movement and whatnot, and his power. Uh, just the power play alone is just yeah. like that's it's like going to be I, huge. I hope it's like fucking. Um, it's it's like having Shattenkirk back, but better at defense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Shattenkirk exactly. was good offensively, but defensively he's dog shit. Right. In recent years, it's players have figured out his play, and it's not that hard to play against him. In my opinion, I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of you just kind of uh, you just kind of blow air at him, and he'll just like get out of the way. Right. And last year, <laughs> uh, so last year. Justin Falk had 11 goals, 24 assists. He was a plus nine, uh, 10 power play points, uh, 217 shots on goal, and 121 block shots. The block shots, the 121 block shots is a stat that just sticks out to me as a defensive player. Like That's good positioning. Yep, and that's something that the Blues have kind of struggled with in the last few years. And yep. obviously... It's so hard to say struggled just because we won the fucking Stanley Cup last year. But, like, blocking shots up until the postseason was a major fucking issue, I think, for the Blues. Mm -hmm. We were always getting shots blocked and not blocking shots. Right. And we were a team that defensively, we had good defensive players, but they weren't, like, I'm trying what's the word? They weren't really, like, sound as, like, a defensive unit. And then all of a sudden in the postseason, we became the best defensive team, like, of any of the other like 15 teams that made the playoffs like we the game seven in the stanley cup final was one of the greatest defensive games i've ever seen by any team in the in the stanley cup game like yeah that everything just started clicking that game yeah everything just started clicking they just started playing smarter with more confidence and and, and found a groove and it was huge to see it definitely Definitely showed the level that these some of these guys can go to, especially like guys like you know Pareko and then uh, Vince Dunn stuff. It's right. They found a new level to their game where it's like, oh, okay, I can do this. All right, that's that's good to see. So I, yep. and I imagine Folk's going to be the same way, and he's going to love playing with more skilled guys than Carolina had. Nothing against Carolina, but last year was a. Uh, it wasn't a fluke. They worked their asses off to, to make that run, but uh, we're definitely more skilled of a team, so he's going to love coming here. And, and they're losing their leader this year, too. Yeah, Justin Williams is taking some time off. Um, you don't even know if he's going to come back. He might just end up retiring. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do the whole uh, – who was the guy from Nashville? Uh, oh, uh, he's married to Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Mr. Underwood. Um, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking on his name because I actually don't hate the guy. He's a good, he was a good hockey player. Um, what was his fucking name? I <laughs> Dude, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I know, it's driving me crazy Dude, too. Dude, I can see his the... face. I can't... So can I. What the fuck? Like, this is, like, very well known. Uh, Mike something? Mike? William? No. Mike, uh... Mike with an N, Mike N. Mike. Wow, we're doing really good of talking hockey here. We can't remember Holy the fucking player's shit. name. <laughs> Mike Underwood's, Fisher. Fucking Christ, Mike, Mike Fisher. Fisher. Oh, my God. There we go. God. Uh, he, he, <laughs> good start. Uh, 
Yeah, he did that last year. Was it last year? Yeah. He, like, quit and then came back. It might have been two years ago. Maybe two years ago? I yeah. I think he retired. Yeah, I think he was a full season retired last year. Because okay. uh, Roman Yossi was their captain last year. Uh, that's right. So, but, uh, but yeah. Underrated I mean, folks... Roman Yossi, let me just say. Oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah, folks come into a team with a lot more skill, so I think he's going to like that. He's going to know he can dish the puck out more. Or he's going to have a lot of skilled guys to help him out up at the point and whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited, man. He's, he's going to come fired in, fired up like uh, O'Reilly, I think. It's going to be. I agree. But I think people people should be really excited and should be really happy to see what he does. But I'm sure he'll probably, like, the first, like, five games not put up a point. People will be like, why did we get this guy? Right. Because some Blues fans are still stupid. Right. It might take him a few games to get, like, into the groove of things, like our team yeah. last year. Like, our system and stuff, so. Yeah. Everybody's like, I hate the people that are like, well, what are we going to do with the lefty-righty matchup and the blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, dude, like, these players are skilled enough to play both sides. I mean, yeah, sure, it doesn't make the most sense, but sometimes you can do it. Plus, there's going to be injuries and right. uh, certain right. defense they're going to make the folk might click better with. Who knows? Pareko. You got two righties, but Like, you're telling me Gunnarsson's going to stay healthy all year? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it'll be... It'll be like, just because... Like, if you look around the league, how many leagues actually have lefty-righty, lefty-righty, lefty-righty? It's not like... It's nothing new if... if you know, we have two righties out there. Right. So, and like you said, he's skilled enough to where he can play on his off, off his off, uh, off hand. So, I'm not worried about D pairs right now. It'll all work out. Right. And, uh, I'm just fucking amped, dude. That 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 happened yesterday, and I told I was about to run through a fucking wall. I was like, "Are you kidding me? I know. I was we like, just Holy did this shit." It's like what? I How texted my dad. And my dad was like, "Holy shit! Like, I love Falk." Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I texted my dad, too, and he goes, the guy from Carolina said, yeah. My dad was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, I know. This is huge. And He's then he goes, bye bye. He's like, he goes, bye-bye, Petro. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, to me, this kind of um, – I think Armstrong's now in a place where after the whole Shattenkirk thing, I don't think he's going to start letting players just walk for nothing. I think, like, Maroon was a different example because it's like mm-hmm. – it was a one-year deal anyways, and, like, more than likely right. was never going to re-sign with us anyways. Right. Um, with that said, like, Shattenkirk royally fucked us. Like, Yeah, yeah guy, he's a big old douche about it. I want to go to New York. I want to yeah. go home. He goes, go home. So we were supposed to trade him to Edmonton first, and because he didn't want to stay in Edmonton, he vetoes that trade. We were supposed to get Taylor Hall. Yep. Uh, and then we tried to trade him to Tampa Bay. Rumor was the player that we were getting in return was Stamkos. Yeah. And a lot of other people think that the player that we were getting in return was uh, Kucherov, which was fuck, fuck, fucking Christ. So fuck Shankirk three times. Right. We trade him to Washington for literally like a bag of pucks, wasn't it? Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing. Um. He goes, it shits the bed, still gets a great deal in New York, and then New York buys his contract out. And yeah. where does and that motherfucker signed? Where's that motherfucker signed? Yeah. Fuck him. Fucking Tampa. Fuck him, yeah. the bald, balding piece of shit. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think Armstrong did his interview where you know he's hoping they can find room to be able to sign you know, Shen and Petro. So 
I mean, I'm sure we don't know all the ins and outs, and there's probably some mathematical way to figure it out, but um, Armstrong's not going to, you know, screw us just to sign those two guys. We'll right. figure out something. So, right. So, kind of depends how the, the year plays out with Petro. If, so, if we need a if we need a move at the trade deadline, he could potentially be the one to go. But I mean, if we're playing good and he's dominating, that oh, there's too many. There's a lot of elements to it. So the the rumor that I saw is that we are pretty far apart, uh, Petro and signing a new deal. So if he gets traded halfway through the season or at the trade deadline, I would not be surprised unless we're in like first place in the division. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't either. And it's like, fuck, even if he's doing really good too, that just brings his value way up. So it's, it's tough. Cause it's your captain. You just want to stay in the cup. He's actually, he's not like the worst thing in the world. So it's, I- uh, you gotta think it's like he's 30 he's gonna want a big contract and if we want to be serious about to keep contending and getting good better players and be able to sign more guys Mm -hmm. than just petro and fucking put ourselves in a bowmeister type situation then right sometimes you just gotta let the guy go so and here's the and in what two or three years tarasenko and o'reilly's contract are gonna be up at the same time you have to put that into factor too. Like those yeah. are two players you have to resign. I'm sorry, yeah. Petro, but O'Reilly and Tarasenko are two players in the coming years. Like that have to get resigned. Tarasenko right. is the one I would want more over O'Reilly just for the fact of like he is the heart and soul of the St. Louis yeah. Blues. And End up play play a whole career in a same place. I and Tarasenko has said like St. Louis is home. Like. Yep. It's his home from obviously Russia. He was like, it's his home away from home. Like he feels right. comfortable in St. Louis. He doesn't never wants to leave St. Louis. Like sign the guy. He's our like Molina, like sign yeah, the fucking exactly. guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I will so. be just, I don't even think I will like, I'll be mad if that ever happened. If we didn't resign him or trade him, I'll just be like sad or anything. Yeah. Just like, damn it. I mean, it's, it's the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that would be that would be a hard one to swallow, but yeah. But as we've seen more and more in sports, it's hard to get those uh, career guys who stay the whole time here. So he's one. We'll man. see. He, I just see him as a guy who just wants to stay here. And so do I. And to all the people, to all the idiots that are like, "Well, he doesn't really produce." He's like has the most goals. Like in the last five years, he's like number two to Ovechkin for most goals scored in the regular season. Also no. in the last five years, he's number two to Ovechkin and the most goals scored in the playoffs, which is insane considering that, like, last year was the first time we made it past the second round in how long? Like, Yeah, and the amount of games that he's played, so, right. yeah. Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> shut up, you idiots. Shut up, indeed. All right, uh, let's move away from the Blues for a second because I know we'll probably talk about them a little more. When we get into our uh, predictions, uh, just like last year, our first episode, we're going to predict the top eight teams from each conference into the playoffs as like a playoff teams who would make the playoffs. And we'll also predict Stanley Cup winners, maybe the finalists. Yep. See what happens. See, and then at the end of the year, right before the playoffs start, we'll see how we do, um, how we did. Maybe put a bet on the line. Oh, Maybe. Um, we'll figure that out. And also we're going to pick who we think will win each division. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, 
So, but before we get into that, uh, if you guys want to hear any news or our take on the Austin Matthews situation, uh, go listen to our podcast, Offended, which is out now. Or will we out tomorrow? I keep fucking forgetting that we're putting this out tomorrow now. I keep forgetting that's that okay. Hockey Talks will be first and then Offended. That's anyway, okay. You'll figure it out. I know. I'll figure it out. Hey, we're back. You know, it's been a while since we've done a Hockey Talks and I have to promote everything. Yeah, we also just did like a fucking two-hour. Which pod. was good. Yeah, it was. It wasn't one of those episodes where I'm like, we're like going too long or anything like that. Because there's yeah. sometimes, I think every podcast gets like that where you're just like, there's like nothing going on. Like, Yeah, and we're just like trying to fill air. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, if you want to hear our uh, take on the Austin Matthews situation, tune in to Offended Tomorrow. Uh, that's one of our main topics of the show. We go pretty deep into it, too. We don't just, like, yeah. talk about just Austin Matthews. We talk about other issues that are going on in this in society and what's fucked up and, like, everything. So, highly recommend tuning in tomorrow. Uh, just find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, just by searching Offended. Subscribe, follow, give us that five-star rating. Hockey Talks will be on that same platform as well. All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, Matthew Kachuk, I think you finally signed a deal with Calgary? He finally did. He signed a three-year deal. Uh, I think it's like, oh, fuck, what was it, like a 27 mil or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I think want that's to turn it. the sound to NXT so bad right now. <laughs> I th- I think it's a <laughs> I think it's a three year deal worth that much. I yeah. remember it's nothing it's nothing too crazy. Which, no, not at all. Uh, three years, twenty one million. So that's AB's not bad at all. Seven years. That's uh that's that's not bad at all compared to what some of these guys are getting just based on their potential. Like um. If anybody listens to Spitting Chicklets, like fucking what Biz, what Bissonette said, I agree with one thousand percent. And it was like Winitsky, I think is how you pronounce his name, the defenseman that just signed with uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took like a very like small deal, but he took a lot of years. So over time, that this that contract will build up with I think a option at the in the second of last year, I think it was. Okay, but um. He took like a team deal where it's like he took a smaller cut in order to like get other players to the team and to me I like that more. Like, you know, you you're there, you're signing there to win. You're signing there to win the Stanley Cup. Your main goal is to get to the Stanley Cup. Like if you're a player and I to me like Mitch Marner. Yeah. I was about to bring him up. And you're signing like this gigantic deal. To me, that's kind of like you're putting the Maple Leafs now in this like, you know, this little tight hold a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, it's tough. I mean, and, dude, Mitch is a hell of a player. Guy's good. I'm not saying like he wouldn't deserve the money he got, but mm-hmm. it almost seems like he's too worried about the money and not winning. I don't know. I mean, obviously, can't speak for the guy, but. It's just kind of what it seems like. And it's like, dude, I mean, look at that squad you got in Toronto. It's, you know, I have to swallow your pride a little bit and take a few dollars off to, to help the team out and if you really want to win a Stanley Cup. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, that's why, I mean, I was sitting here like, how was Matthew Kachuk not signed to a team? 
Like we were like two weeks away from the season. I'm like, what are they just ignoring the fact this guy just racked up 70 points last year? And it's just a complete fucking wrecking ball of a player. And and they're not they don't have a contract for him. I was like, what the hell? What the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't know. That just blows my mind. Sorry, I'm trying to make a Snapchat right now. <laughs> I was, I'm, lis- I'm like I'm listening to you, and like I'm agreeing with you in my in my brain. I'm like, mm-hmm, I totally agree, and I'm nodding. And then I like as I'm nodding, I realize like, oh, you can't see me nodding. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Uh, I wasn't sure what you were doing. Hey, dude, we took one week off. I'm out of the pot. I got to relearn how to do a podcast again. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure what you were doing there. Um, you'll see. But you'll get the you'll get the Snapchat. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, thank God he finally got that fucking deal signed. It's like guys like that shouldn't be fucking sitting there not getting in training camp and stuff, preparing for a season. It's like fucking Christ. That guy's one of the better players in the league. Right. Figure it out. Figure are, it out, owners. Are there any other players that um, that aren't signed yet? Uh, I don't think so. Off the top of my head, nobody because they really mostly think of, got like huge. pretty signed up, didn't they? Like recently yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anybody. Like Kachuk was like the only one I could think of that, like a big name where I was like, okay, somebody's got to figure this one out. Like three weeks ago, there was like five of them, and you're like, how are these yeah. guys not signed? And yeah, all of a sudden they started getting signed, and I'm drawing a blank on a lot of them, but I know that there was a few that was just like make like Barbashev was one of them. Uh huh. Well, Barbashev had to wait for uh, they were kind of I guess waiting to see what the Maroon situation was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then there were the rumors that he was going to go to the KHL, and I was like, he's not going there. Tarasenko's not going to allow Barbashev to leave. Right. No way. No how. Tarasenko will give him money on the side if he stayed. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't worried about that one at all. But, yeah, there's a, there's a handful of guys where it was like, what's going on with the league? And that's when people kind of started calling off the owners where it's like, this is ridiculous, and no wonder there might be a lockout. Right. It's like, geez. That was one I wish we got my uncle on for because I would love to hear him just fucking going nuts because he was ranting to me at a golf tournament about how these people, oh, my God, we got – we want Maroon over Barbashev. My uncle's like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? <laughs> I wish we would have gotten him on for the rant because I totally agree. It's like people are yeah. mad that we signed Barbashev over Maroon, and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, Those are the idiots that like were just are just saying, it's like, but he's from St. Louis. Like, right. We want us a couple. It's like you're hey, kind of missing which, the reality of it that Barbashev is going to be the better player than fucking Maroon. Right. And, and Barbashev <laughs> like, was like – Two years ago, Barbashev was supposed to be this huge up-and-comer for the Blues. And then mm-hmm. kind of like he was – I always liked Barbashev. I liked his style. He was kind of one of those players that looks like he never really took a shift off. Like he was always flying around. If he wasn't doing anything, he was he was hitting. And mm-hmm. in the postseason, man, he, he proved that a 1,000% in my opinion. And it was that – dude, he just fucking was flying. Like – Especially in like in the last two rounds, man, Barbashev took over. Like, yeah, well, well that uh, whole he line def- did. He definitely last year. He definitely like I felt as the year went on, he just kept getting a little bit better and better. And it's because, and, and we talked about it a lot last year, that he wasn't stuck on a fourth line plane with like. And I said no disrespect to these guys, but like they were less skilled players. I mean, yeah, Scotty Up- Upshaw worked his dick off, and so did Steve Ott and players like that. But he was playing with guys that 
like couldn't keep up with his skill or whatnot, and, and Hitchcock was holding him back and making him play a game that's not his that doesn't fit his style. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like you didn't see how quick he could be, how how skilled he could be. And you know, last year he was finally able to kind of break out a bit and play with some more skilled guys and play that young, quick game and definitely made a difference. Yep, totally agree. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I? I had something else I wanted to bring up before we get into our predictions. Oh, uh, the CBA uh, that was announced uh, a few weeks ago that they're not gonna option to uh, look into the CBA. You still there? Stout? Did we lose him? Oh no! Hey, we'll get him right back. All right, so we got Stout. So you back? You back? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, good. Uh, uh, holy good start. shit! What? Are you watching NXT right now? Yeah. Did you just see that move Keith Lee just did? Uh, this roll up, the what? The roll up that just happened? No, the he jumped over the top rope. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, I'm ahead of you. Oh yeah, YouTube TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, back to the hockey talk though. Since we your phone died like a little poor person, but uh, what I brought up was the other big hockey news is the CBA deal and how the. Uh, NHLPA, the Player Association, has decided not to option to uh, look into it. Uh, yeah. Which is the thing that I don't like is the like, why wait until basically the beginning of the season to like say what are you going to do or not? That should be said immediately following the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it really should. It's. It's just poor. That's just poor planning. Like, it's, yeah, it's lazy. Yeah, that's what it, it's lazy, and it's just like it's just annoying. Like, there's, we just can't have another lockout. Not now. Like, I feel like hockey's just continuing to grow and grow. I don't think um, there. I actually, I don't think there's going to be. Like, this is the first time, at least since. So in '05, I remember being a kid, just being like, "There's going to be a lockout." Like, I remember just being a kid, just being disappointed. So I'm like, "There's totally going to be a lockout." Like, no. and then what was it in, uh, 2013? Was 13. that the other one? I think it was 13. Yeah. When that was going on, like, there's going to be another fucking lockout again. And I'll never forget, like, just every, I checked on that th- shit every fucking day until like, they're like, we're back. We're doing a half season. And I'll yeah. never forget. Cause like, it was like late at night when they announced it, like they reached a deal mm-hmm. and I will never forget just laying in bed and I was getting ready to fall asleep and I saw that they reached a deal and I like, I got up and like got my car and it was just like blasting music. And like, I think I went and picked up Clodius and like, we just went and drank like at a park. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we were so happy. Like, ah, he's fucking back. And then, and then the realization set in like, Watch the fucking Blues win the Stanley Cup this year, and we have that asterisk next to us. We're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the only thing I hate. I was like, God, I hate a half season, but I guess it's better than nothing. No, the Hawks won it that year, so they got that asterisk. But, uh, yeah. Um, but this year, this was the this is the first time where I'm like, there's no way there's going to be a lockout. Like, revenue is up in the league. Players are getting, like, big money deals. They're finally – are you there? Are you there? 
Yeah, we good? Yeah, did I lose you again? Yeah. But, uh, holy shit. Um, I don't know if you heard what I was saying, but I'm like, this year I didn't think that there was going to be a lockout because the revenue's up, players are getting big money deals, uh, players are finally getting deals that they should be getting compared to, like, other sports. Like, right. and, um, in, what was it, 2005, I think they said on Spit and Chicklets, the cap, the cap hit was, like, 25 million. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's nuts. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Now it's what, like 80 something or it's something? It's 80 it's 89 I think right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. fantastic. So of course the NHLPA was like no, we're not going to option because like we're pretty happy with every with the way everything's going. And Whitney was saying how bullshit the last lockout was because the owners won in a way and the players really got fucked. Is because there was a rollback. There was like a thirty percent rollback. Yeah, like that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it was, it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, like you said, now it's like the revenue's growing and the whole fucking sport is growing. Yeah, no, it's not NFL, NBA, baseball, but it's it's getting bigger and yeah, just can't there just can't be another lockout. No way it's going to happen. No, and with the expansion of Seattle coming in next year, I I highly, highly, highly doubt there will be a lockout. The NHL will do everything in their power not to lock out with a brand new team coming in. And honestly, having another team coming in may have saved like us from a lockout. Yeah, I think so. And it's like, let's say, I think what I mean. Fuck the last like the last two years. If you think about it, you had a team Vegas come in and make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, and that was just a sports frenzy all over the world. Yeah, that Which, made it. That was so much fun having them a in. A team it. like us have a run last year to win a cup and it fucking goes all over the goddamn world. It's, you know, it's definitely, I think those two things also help fucking be like, yeah, no, it's just, there can't be a lockout. Like, look how crazy and fun this game could be. The unexpected could happen. That's what makes it one of the best games in the world. Yeah, I totally this agree. It's just going to keep building revenue, and it's, listen, and now you're starting to see players kind of become more, uh, spotlighted a bit you know um austin matthews but not in the way he is now but you know like the austin matthews the uh connor mcdavid's doing you know they're doing all the uh endorsements and stuff that are big the you know they're kind of becoming you know, like the you know, certain football players where they're a little bit flashy kind of they're starting to, yeah they can uh what am i trying to say uh they can market it yeah exactly they're becoming more marketable players but and like, stuff. you look at like other sports and you look at like Say the NFL, for example, do you you have probably fifty different players in that league that are like they're, they're household names. You know who they are. Right. The NHL is getting like that. The NH. What's cool about the NHL right now is that you almost have one player on every team that's a household name, and yep. that's the biggest like that's the biggest thing that the NHL needs and any sports needs. Honestly, is every team needs to at least have one player. You need to sell that game. Why, how can you sell that game? Who's the all-star in that team? Exactly. So for people to say it's stupid that one player from each team makes the all-star game, it's honestly not. It's brilliant fucking marketing because that way it gets you to remember who those players are to the casual fans. Like, oh, yeah, he was at the all-star game last year. The casual fan will watch that. Like, that's right. brilliant marketing. Like, Exactly. You're 100% right. So the CBA, um, 
yeah. Um, I think it's a win. I think it's a win all around that that's not an option to review it this year. I think it's a total win. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And there was some people that were saying, like, it's not like, you know, it's just going to happen again. It's just like, how do you know that? You don't know that. Like, this is like, this is the most progress, like, they've ever made, like, in yeah. a CBA deal. Like, yeah. at least within the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, uh, kind of a turning of the tide. And, and so we might not ever have this conversation again for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I hope so. That would be ideal. That would be the plan. Like, because after winning the Stanley Cup, it's like I don't think I could go another season without fucking hockey. <laughs> right, dude. Like, it's just one. Of, that was one of the coolest. This, this summer, by far, hands down, was the greatest summer of my life. Like, yeah, just everything. The people that was surrounding me, the fam- my family. It brought my family closer. Not like that we weren't close already, but just a, watching the games with them, like experiencing everything, and just like. Everything yeah, wrapped in. I'm glad one, you had the man. time of your life watching it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did it. You took one for the team. I took one for this whole goddamn city. Where's my, <laughs> where's my fucking parade? For those that are listening that don't understand what we're talking about, Jim has uh, poopy poopy butthole uh, syndrome, and uh, <laughs> no, he has ulcerative colitis. You yeah. can't leave your house. Yeah, we've so have we've done. In the past year, have we done any hockey talks with you in person? Maybe the one right after the cup win. Uh, I think the one right after the cup win, yeah. And I think maybe the first one of the year. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Just do do better. (laughs) Just feel better. Sucks. I hate – I really don't like podcasting by myself. (laughs) I don't either. Um. Yeah, dude, I, I can't go. Like, when the lockout happened in 13, I hadn't been playing hockey since for, like, a year or two, but I was, like, kind of okay with it because I, like, was upset that I didn't play hockey anymore and whatnot, mm-hmm. and I was like, whatever. But, like, now, like, since I don't play at all, like, I need I need the NHL. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. I don't have anything to fill that void. I'm not going to watch the NBA. I don't over like the NFL, so it's, like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Fucking, I guess buy the the uh, KHL hockey package, maybe. <laughs> Watch some European. I don't know. So yeah, I'm glad it's not happening. Hope it never fucking happens again. Right, right, all right. Well, before we get into our predictions, uh, real quick, let's hear a quick word from one of our sponsors, the ABC Anything But Credible podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for him. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. All right. All right. All right time to get into these predictions eh let's do it 
right. Where are we, where are we starting? So we're going to start with divisions first. We're going to go from divisions to uh, the top eight teams to make the uh, playoffs. I guess, do we do a – we didn't do an order last year. We just picked eight teams, right? Um, yeah, I think we just picked eight teams. So I guess we'll just do that again. Because I think last year we – made it pretty hard on ourselves because I think we picked three teams from each division and then I think we tried to do the uh, like top eight and then we were just like fuck we fucked ourselves because we've like we're picking other teams higher that we already like put like at two or three like yeah we definitely made it way harder and just way more complicated than we needed to (laughs) yeah so right now let's uh I guess let's start with the Atlantic uh, division. Who do you have coming out of that? And a new thing I want to add in, uh, I'm going to add it to every division. Who's going to be the bust in that division? This will be like a little bonus. The bust, like a team that we think that was going to do. Oh my gosh. Sorry. That Tiana Conti wrestler just came on the screen. Oh, you're um, ahead of me because I got uh, Dakota, Dakota Kai, which she's back. Yeah. So for your wrestling fans, awesome. Um, but uh, so as a bust, you mean like a team that you think would make the t- should make the playoffs but won't? Correct. Yeah. Okay. 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 I can do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was my little <laughs> letter, Kenny, and <laughs> impression. I love when they do that in that show. Want to have a Donnie Brook? Or is like. <laughs> What uh? What's what's the big guy's name? Like the fatter guy? I don't know. I don't really watch it. Oh my god! You need to, dude. It's hilarious. But anytime somebody wants to have a discussion with the main like big uh, country shit. boy guy, he's always like, "Oh, okay, okay, Donnie. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, all right, Donnie. Okay." And then he like goes to prove his point. Yeah. Fuck sorry. Uh, what's her name? Just came on my screen. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um. Okay, so the Atlantic Division. Yeah, so we'll start with the Atlantic Division. Um, let's go with uh, who you think will win the division first. We'll save the bus for last. Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm totally going to say Tampa Bay as well. Uh, um, yeah. I don't think it's any question. I think they're going to be out for a fucking vengeance this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so, too. Like, I think picking up I, like Maroon, I think, is going to be a very important piece like he was to us. And as much as I don't want to admit it, I think – Shattenkirk's game probably picks up playing on that team. Oh, he's going I think Shattenkirk's going to have a decent year. He's determined. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm if he doesn't have a good year, he's a prime example of a player who like just has no fire. Like, I don't know how else to yeah. put it. Like, yeah, it's just kind of a puss. Yeah, like for real. Like, yeah. if if I'm Shattenkirk, I'm coming into the season guns fucking blazing. Like, if I'm Shattenkirk, I'm coming into Tampa Bay like folks coming into St. Louis. Like, okay. Right. I need to come in fired up. Yeah. Like, I need to fucking give 100% every shift. Like, every game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I definitely got Tampa coming out on that division. <laughs> Vladimir, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, shut your dog up. I shut mine up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Tampa Bay for sure. Um, Tampa Bay, I just... I think they're going to be scarier than they were last year. Like... You're coming Probably in pissed so off. Like, I don't know if they'll put up 60 wins again, but they'll... Uh... No, but I think they'll win the division. I don't think, like, 
and I think that might be better for them if they don't do that. Like, because let's oh, be honest, yeah, like definitely. they won, they clinched so early that dude, like, <laughs> like they clinched. The, yeah, exactly, dude. They clinched the conference so early that it was like they had about what ten games left, where it's just like it didn't matter, basically. Yeah, they, they could lost. Like they could have lost February, every, almost March. Yeah, they yeah they clinched in March or like beginning of March, like the yeah like you said, February March, and just they could have lost out their last ten games and still would have been first in the Eastern Conference. Still would have been Presidents Trophy winners. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like that's insane. So yeah, yeah. obviously, like the play is not going to be good because at that time, like. You take away the, um, you take away that momentum, basically. And it yeah, was we're just complete opposite of the Blues. To me, the game that really stuck out to me last year was when they played the Blues, and the Blues ended up scoring like, what was it three quick goals in the first period on them? Uh, it was it was the second yeah, time we played. And then they almost came back and beat us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was just like then, because they had already clinched at that point, and it was just like, I just remember turning to my grandpa, I'm like, this is what happens when you clinch too early. Like, they're not, they're, their minds are not there. No. Mentally, yeah. they're, they're not playing at the level that they were a month ago. Yeah, it's almost like they were just trying, they were just playing on skill alone. Yep. Which, you know. That's what Brooks said. Can't just win on talent alone. Right. I'm not looking so. for the best players. I'm looking for the right players. Exactly. Um, so who's the bust coming out of this uh, division? It's so tough to say because if you have, if you look at that that division, I mean, you got Tampa, Toronto, and Boston. And then the rest of the division's kind of like, eh. So, uh, as a bust, oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know how much of a bust this is, but I'm going to go with the Sabres because I think they should be better and can be better. And they should have at least be a wild card team, but I think they they miss again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough to pick. It's like there's Florida, Montreal, Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa. Right. It's like, yeah, <laughs> they're almost all bust in a way, but yeah. For me, uh, the bust, I'm going to pick the Florida Panthers just because they have Joel Quinville as their new head coach. They signed Sergey Bobrowski. Um, they're not that bad of a team overall. But I just I don't think they make the playoffs this year. I yeah. think they're a couple players away from being like a decently well team. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I got like it's either between like Buffalo and Florida. I think. Yeah, I I think I have to agree with that. A little, my gut a little bit is saying Mont or uh, Toronto, but there's just no way they're too they have too many good players. Yeah, I almost want to say Boston just because. Just fuck them. <laughs> yeah, just fuck them. So. Um, let's move on to the Metropolitan. Uh, who you got winning this division? I'm going to go with the Pangs. Penguins? Going with the Penguins. 
think uh, I think Mr. Crosby's hungry again. Yeah, and Gino's gonna fucking coming out guns blazing as yeah. well. Uh, I don't think they did anything too crazy or different to their team, did they? Kessel left, and uh, Kessel's in Arizona, oh, okay, so and they just got no somebody pretty decent too. I thought. Yeah, I think you're right. The biggest question mark for me is Matt Murray. Yeah. I think yeah. he needs to be a little more consistent and a little better. He's kind of like, uh, honestly, he's like Jake Allen. Yeah. I mean, the good thing for him, though, is like, I mean, all around, Pittsburgh's a pretty damn good team. So, mm-hmm. and he's got a good team in front of him to help him out. But I, I don't see him winning them many games is the issue. Right. So, oh, man, I'm going to go with what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, who do you got coming out? I got, I'm going to go with Washington. Okay. That's fair. I think they kind of have a bounce back year. Uh, it's not like, uh, what's his name? Kuznetsov got suspended for three games. Yeah. Dude, that was in a fantasy hockey draft the other day and people weren't drafting. Like if it was my turn, I would have drafted him. People weren't drafting him. He's like, "Oh, he's suspended." I'm like, "He's suspended for 3 games." Like <laughs> Yeah, he's probably going to miss like he's probably going to miss like 4 games for an injury anyway just cuz it's fucking hockey. So like, what's yeah. <laughs> what's the point? Like draft the, like he's going to be like a good player like still. Like Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> people are so dumb. Right. It's not like <laughs> And we'll get to this team. It's not like Winnipeg. Yeah. No um, shit. But, yeah, I think Washington just has a bounce-back year. Uh, Oshie's going to be coming back from an injury that he got in the playoffs. I think he'll have be a little motivated. Uh, Ovi, I think, is totally going to be motivated this year. I mean, he has his own cereal I mean, out right now. Ovio's. I mean, you got who someone who's you know, one of the best players in the league still doing what he's doing. That team's going to be competitive. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, and I think a team to watch out for a sleeper are the Islanders. Uh, getting Varlamov as their goaltender, I think, is huge. Yeah, that's uh, that's really huge. But they just got to – they just didn't look like a very good team in the playoffs. Islanders? The second round. Oh, second round, yeah. The second round, I think, kind of showed their because uh, who they who they beat in the first round? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I think that was just like that, that. But that was, I think, the Pittsburgh. Uh, there was like a little bit of a Pittsburgh hangover. Yeah, they've just been rolling like nonstop forever. Well, so, and on the thing of you picked Pittsburgh to win the division, and the thing I kind of agree with because they were I was debating between them and Washington, but the thing that's gonna be I think a lot rides on Malkin this year and Malkin did not have, he had a terrible year last year in terms of like numbers for him. Like, and Malkin actually even blamed himself for like why Pittsburgh like did not go far and like were pretty average last year. And Malkin said that he thinks he had a lot to do with him. But also at the same time, which I thought was kind of interesting, Malkin apparently rumored that him and Kessel did not get along, and that's why Kessel got traded. Probably because Kessel kept eating all the food. Well, apparently Malkin was like, he wants out of Kessel staying. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that. Yeah, so. Which is, which is kind of fair, I guess. Yeah. Phil's kind of a, he's a good player, but he's, 
kind of in his own head sometimes. So well, he had issues in Toronto. Yeah. So yeah, I he's mean, a, yeah, he's always got some kind of little issue going on. It's like, come on, man. I mean, we'll out. look at him on the bench too. Always talking to himself, slamming the fucking bench door. Like, yeah. I mean, get it. Like he's into the game and all, but it's just sometimes it's just like, dude, just calm down. Like, yeah, relax a little bit, much. and your game might be better. Almost too big of a baby sometimes. Right. Uh, so. Who's your bust from the Metropolitan Division? My bust is uh, my bust is going to be. I'm going to go with the Hurricanes. Yep, that's who I'm picking too. And I, it doesn't have too much to do with the Justin Folk trade. It's just. I don't know if they can do what they did last year. I think they'll be like a competitive team. They'll probably, I think they'll miss the wild card by a point or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they see the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm going Carolina as well. And like you said, it has nothing to do with that trade. It has to do with, for me, it has a lot to do with the uncertainty of Justin Williams. And yeah, uh, he led that team last year. Like, yeah, a lot of the games that they won where Justin Williams fucking producing just playoff Justin Williams and fucking clutch Justin Williams. Yeah, and they're going to be missing, you know, he's not going to be there. And um, I know we said the Folk trend has nothing to do with it, but as a Folk was one of their, I think he was an assistant captain. Yep. You're, you're kind losing of, you're two losing, leaders now. You're losing two veteran leaders there. And, and Williams, yeah, Grant, he wasn't the best player in the league, but you heard that every player in the league talk about just how you know he's a good player and his, his leadership qualities. He's a locker room guy, right. exactly. So you're you're missing that. So I think it's uh, I wouldn't say they're re- rebuilding. They're just in like a tough. They're just kind mm-hmm. of in a tough spot. And look, I mean, for an example, if people want to say locker room guys or locker room players don't matter, look at the fucking Blues this year. Before like, yeah. Honestly, Baruby was the one that got their heads on straight, and they finally started playing for each other. Like. And right. if you're losing two locker room guys out of Carolina who are your C and A, like they're yeah. going to be in a little, I think they're going to be in more trouble than people really think. Yeah. Either that work or, you know, it could go the other way where maybe it lights a fire under some guys' asses to, uh, step, to step up. up. So, I mean, I hope so. I, I hope so. Like I, you know, I, I like the team, so I wouldn't be, a, I'm not, I hope they do well, but right. it'll, it'll, it'll be tough for them for sure. For sure. To kind of find an identity again. I mean, in, Rob Brindamore is a hell of a coach. He's passionate about the game. Um, he's a good so coach. They, they, he kind of weirds me out a little bit. He's a I, little goofy. I think we talked about this uh, when we were doing the hockey talks during the playoffs because of the uh, ESPN show, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, because he called the because he called the player sexy. No, that was Bruce Cassidy. That was Boston's coach was saying that. What did Brindamore do? He was just – it was just the way, like, he was talking. I don't know. Some of the – it was just his the, his mannerisms. I don't know. Something about his mannerisms, I was just like, stop it. <laughs> I can't, kind of I, off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't pinpoint right now. But I remember if I watch – if I watch it back, like, I could tell – I could, like, show you, like, what it was, like, bugging me. But, like, no, yeah. Bruce Cassidy's a fucking weirdo. Like, fuck that guy. I would hate him as a coach. <laughs> Give me – like, I always liked – Playing sports, just in general, I liked coaches like Baruby. I liked coaches that were fucking fired up and yeah. kind of getting under your ass a little bit because it makes you yeah. play better. And right. I don't like coaches that are like buddy buddy, like two friend. Player, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I never have liked that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. That's why I think Brenda Moore kind of falls in a uh, 
kind of rides that line a bit. He can be a player's coach, but he's also a pretty big, intimidating motherfucker where right. uh, he can fire you up. So uh, I, he's got a he's got a tough year in his hand, so we'll see what happens. For sure, for sure. Uh, who's a, Who do you have as a sleeper from this? Honestly, in my opinion, I, Philly – Philly or New York? It's my are my two sleepers. Yeah, my sleeper is going to be uh, Islanders. Meaning, I think the Rangers are going to be terrible this year. Yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, the Islanders finished second in the division last year. Did they? Yeah, I think I, I'm not even going to say they're really a sleeper. I think the Devils make the playoffs, but um, I think maybe the Rangers. I think. Uh, I think Panarin makes an impact on that team a bit. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Oh, and they got, uh, don't the Rangers, didn't they? Uh, they just don't tr- they got uh, Cap- Capo? Cap- no, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, uh, yeah, Capo, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he scored a yeah, fucking so. dirty-ass goal just circling around the net in, uh, in a scrimmage. Yeah, Jesus, so but, uh, uh, I'm gonna—they're gonna be my little sleeper team. I'm gonna go with the Rangers. Really? Even yeah. with losing uh, Zuccarello and uh, Valeski? Yeah, it'll be tough. I hope you're right because I have Lundqvist as one of my goalies in fantasy. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be tough, but I, I think maybe they pull it off. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Let's go on to the Western Conference now. Let's go to the Pacific Division. Oh, the old Pacific, eh? Yeah, the Pacific, eh? Probably, looking at this division, still probably the weakest division in the NHL. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I got, coming out of the top of that division, the Vegas Golden Knights, baby. Oh, they're, they're going to be back with the fucking vengeance this year. Yep, it's exactly my reasoning, man. They're just... They're, they're too good of a team, man. That fucking what's that goddamn guy's name? Mar- Marsha Salt or whatever. That guy can just play hockey, man. He is so good of a. Fuck. Yeah. he's an underrated player. I think, man. I think he's so underrated in this league. Oh, he's you so know how I game. feel about him. I remember when the the Knights drafted him in the expansion draft. I texted you immediately. I was like, "How that fuck did Florida not protect him?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was he had sixty points the previous year for Florida, and he had thirty he had like thirty goals I think too, and you don't protect him. Like right. what the fuck, Florida? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the mindset was there, unless maybe they thought that you know they'd have to sign him for too much and whatever. So I'm sure I'm sure that came down to like uh, contracts and salaries and shit. I feel like. I don't know, man, because it's just like if you look back at that team, they protected Lalongo over fucking Marshallot, like Marshallo, how you pronounce his name? It's just like, yeah, ah, yeah. I, I just don't get it. Like that's an easy way to get rid of Lalongo's contract too. Like if they would have taken him, yeah, but I don't know who they had as a goalie. Man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying it's like it's. I think I think they were just in like a shitty spot. Like it's a dumb decision, but they were probably just like we don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I think getting rid of him was just I still yeah, that's the that one was, of the expansion draft moves that blows my mind. And I know people from St. Louis will be like, "Well, we didn't protect reason. We ended up trading him 2 months later." And it's just like, "Well, 
look at what we got out of him. We got Oscar Sundquist, who's been a fucking stud. So. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I think they just come back with a vengeance. Um, and Flower can still stop a puck, so. Um, huge. I can't decide. Um, can't decide between Calgary and Vegas. Oh shit! NXT. Uh, let's yeah, go. did you see that move? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, um, I, I want to say the Flames fan, but I I feel like they're missing the defensive aspect of their team. Yeah, I feel like they're they're very uh, offensively uh, rounded, which isn't which isn't bad. Like they, I mean, they're able to make the playoffs, and they shouldn't have. They should have put up a better first round, but uh, they're just missing a little bit. They're almost. I won't say they're like they were like us in sixteen, but um, they, they they got a lot of skill. There's just a there's just something missing there. Yeah, I'm going Vegas. I'm yeah. picking Vegas. I think, like you said, defensively, I think they're better and they they're goaltending. I mean, you can't go against Flower. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that guy's just good. Yeah. Uh, who's your bust from the Pacific Division? My bust, and if I'm right on this. Somebody owes me a hand job. If it if it's who I think you're gonna say, who I might say too. Great minds. The San Jose Sharks. Yep, that's who I was gonna say. I think the Sharks bust. I think somehow they bust this year, and I think you see the Yotes and the Oilers like slip in in that division. Uh, I think Arizona is gonna be your sleeper for sure this year. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna. Arizona is looking pretty. Decent coming forward. I mean, they getting Phil Kessel, uh, signing Clayton Keller to a big long term deal. Um, who's yeah, their, they got some pieces there. Who's their their goaltending's not too bad. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not a they're not a bad team. They're sneaky, and they got you know they got Biz Nasty in the office. So, oh, he's just going to be tucking in, uh, you know, flicking the bean. He's just going to be like, yeah, you know, flick that bean till they get to the postseason. It's going to be dishing out some peak Whitney's to the boys, and you know I think they're going to put up a good year. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I've had the San Jose Sharks have been the one I've been like waiting to just be like, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I, um, I totally believe that too, just because I don't think Eric Carlson is going to stay healthy. Number one, mm-hmm. Joe Thornton's too old, and they lost Pavelski. Yeah. Like, yeah, they lost Pavelski and four fucking. Poor Brent Burns. I, I like Brent Burns. I really don't hate San Jose as much. Like in the playoffs, like obviously we hate the fuck out of him, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I got some guy like, like Brent Burns is a player I can respect. Just yeah. he plays, he plays the game the way he plays. He can be a little big and you know a little rough and dirty, but uh, it's, 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 he's he's a damn good player. And it's like yep. man, that's a guy I'd like to. He deserves a cup, but you're with San Jose and you're my right. conference. So I used off. to really be a big fan of Carlson, and the past couple seasons, man, he's kind of rubbed me the wrong way in terms of, like, he was a major issue in Ottawa. Um, yeah. And just some of the comments he was making, not only in the St. Louis series, but in the Vegas series, too, is just like, dude, you guys haven't won the Stanley Cup yet. Like, Yeah, man, he was out. like. The hand pass comment he... was a douchebag comment. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's say he's like he got kind of douchey and almost he almost seemed like not overly like focused being in San Jose, you know? Right. I feel like he wasn't a hundred percent committed to that team. No, it's it that, and it seemed it like he got an ego. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely got an ego. And I don't know, man. I just don't see San Jose. I don't see Evander Kane having the year he had last year. Um, yeah. I see Ryan Reeves beating the shit out of Evander Kane, honestly. <laughs> Gang, bro, I hope it does happen. Dude, Reeves, have you, Reeves, have you ever seen Reeves lose a fight? Because I haven't. No. Nope, I've seen him have a draw. I've never seen him mm-hmm. lose a fight. And Evander Kane's one of those players, man, like, until he fights Reeves, I will still call Evander Kane a pussy because he's one of those players that runs his mouth, takes like starts jabbing, takes slashes, he'll start slashing other players, but he will not fight when push comes to shove. And yeah. But if he fights Reeves this year, then I'll, I'll eat my words. I'll take that back. But, like, this year is the year, like, Evander Kane to me needs to fucking man up or shut the fuck up, like because yeah, he's definitely. he's not that good, and he was fucking hated in Winnipeg, like by his own team. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the dude's shredded. He's got a wagon on him, but uh, he's got uh, he's got an ego problem. Right. And the the management of the way they handled Pavelski, I think, is kind of bullshit. Um, it's a guy who's like been. A, a lock in San Jose. He's been your leader in San Jose for years, and then you basically say, "Fuck you, go to Dallas," and we're we're basically keeping this brand new guy we've had for one year. That's yeah. Uh, it, to me, like, and we're gonna keep it's Joe very injury prone. Like, yeah, we're gonna keep old Joe Thornton too. So right, yeah. <laughs> I just I like it the way they handle Pavelski. Pavelski kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it wasn't very fair to the guy, but, you know, I guess he's better off in Dallas. Right. Uh, So moving on to the uh, Central Division, who do you have winning the division? Uh, You know, not even being a homer or bias, but I think the Blues, I think they uh, get the division back this year. Really? Yeah, I think so. Uh, And it's really tough because I was really tied between them and Colorado. See, I'm picking Dallas. I think Dallas See, I, will take the division this year. I think the moves they made look good on mm-hmm. paper, but I don't see it meshing well with the team. I don't know, man. If you can get Pavelski and Corey Perry to fucking play like how they uh, can play, Dallas is going to be scary. Yeah, but it's... And if Bishop can stay healthy? Yeah. I just... And they got uh, Zuccarello. Yeah, they got Zooks. Did they re-sign Zooks? I think so. Couldn't remember if they uh-huh. did or not. Oh, big move. Um, <laughs> no way. Uh, sorry, NXT. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. I, I, I don't know, man. I just i I like Corey Perry. And I like Pavelski, but I'm not saying they're too old. But I, I think I just don't see their game. Fitting well in Dallas for some reason. I don't know why. Jesus. I don't have a specific reason, but uh, that chair shot. Um, the knee. I yeah, I was talking about the power bomb. Like, uh, um, I don't have a specific like pinpoint reason, but I, I just I feel like there's gonna be some chemistry issues there. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll we'll see. Uh, I think I think Pavelski and Corey Perry are almost like kind of too similar. A little yep. bit. Um, so, so I don't know. I mean, that, those are my, those are my three. Like if I had to pick the top three in our division, it's going to be us, Colorado and, uh, 
Dallas. That's a hundred percent agree with that. Um, but I, I, I think it's going to come down to us in Colorado for some reason. That's just my, that's just my feeling, but I, I agree. Dallas could fucking, they, they can be dangerous. So we'll see. <laughs> Sorry. i just saw the kendo stick where it just yeah. <laughs> riddle caught it. <laughs> Long, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, those are the three I think are going to be on top of the division for sure. I have two bus. Uh, okay. my first one obviously is Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Winnipeg right now, but I mean, yeah, they got a broken home. Somebody got a divorce in that fucking house or it's something. It's just a shit show. You have <laughs> yeah. Jake, Jacob Truba traded away. Kyle Connor won't show up to camp, won't sign or show up to camp. Tyler Myers was traded to Vancouver. Patrick Lane is playing Fortnite in Switzerland, and you got fucking Dustin Bufflin who's just like, I'm gonna retire. I, like basically SpongeBob, and I'm gonna head out. Like I think, I think Buffalo was just like, I'm sick of this shit, man. <laughs> Right, like, what the fuck? Like, Lane is a fucking head case, number one. Dude, I don't know what that guy... I don't know if he's upset because he wasn't in, like, the Vikings TV show or something, but, <laughs> like, damn, dude. Like, I get you had a kind of a down year last year, but, like, what's what's your issue, man? What's the deep issue? Like, you're going to be a top... How many, what, how many more minutes do you want? Like... Right. <laughs> it's like... Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't know what his issue is, man. I, there's something going on there. Yeah, I don't get it. And I, I and I hate players like that. And I don't I don't like him in the NHL because I rip. It's almost like the Antonio Brown thing. It's like oh, don't fucking this NFL is always like this with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that Damn. in my goddamn Riddle pocket cold at all. Food? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Saw this. Did you mean um, to do that? <laughs> the, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I don't know what that guy's problem is, but he needs to. He's probably throwing a fit and wants to be traded and go to a different team. And it's like, dude, you're you have a solid fucking team right now. What's your problem? Like, right. You guys are a good fucking team, and now you're just throwing it away to I don't know, be a baby about whatever you're being a baby about. So I, yeah, yeah, that's my. I don't that's get my it, man. Too. I don't get like this whole mo with Lane because Lane. Dude, he scores five goals against us last year, the beginning of the year, and you're like, "Fuck, Lonnie's gonna have a hell of a year." And then he what? What? Twenty nine games without recording one goal. Mm-hmm. Like the dude, the dude's a head case. He only plays when he wants to play. Like he's not like a he's not an every shift type player, in my opinion. Like, yeah, he's not a. He's, young. he's not much of a team. He's not a team player. No, not at all. He's all. It's about himself. Uh huh. And it's just like, if I'm a player on Winnipeg, I'm like, like if I'm fucking um, Wheeler, for example, I, I'm pissed. Yeah, man, I'd be fucking heated. Would not be happy. Like I'm fucking pissed if I'm yeah. Wheeler and Lonnie is gonna be pulling this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Wheeler doesn't deserve that at all. Like Wheeler's a good player, plays the game right. It's yeah. like it's not fair to him. And it, it's not fair to it's not and I also I know Dustin Bucks Bufflin, a great goalie too. Yeah, I know Dustin Bufflin just kinda called it quits, but um it wasn't all this shit wasn't fair to him either. And I think you know, like you were right, he was like, I'm a, I'm I'm just gonna head out, man. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not dealing I'm not with this ending shit. my I'm not ending my career dealing with this shit, you know. Uh, I'll I'll quit and then if I don't know, maybe if somebody's like, Hey Buff, you wanna come play for us somehow, then maybe he'd go do it, but 
I think he was just like, I'm not going to play on a team all year where it's stressful and I'm not going to love playing hockey anymore. Correct. Right. So, but yeah, that's one of my busts too. I got uh, Winnipeg is going to bust. And I had so I had two busts. Uh, well, this one, my second one's borderline wild card possible miss playoffs bust. Um, so like I wouldn't be surprised if they win a wild card, but okay. Nashville. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I, I see. I'm kind of between them and. Uh, I guess I wouldn't really call Minnesota a bust because they didn't make the playoffs last year, but they kind of had a chance. But I don't see them. No, nah, I, yeah, I don't see Minnesota doing well at all this year. I see them busting a lot harder this year than uh, last year. One of my wolf ball buddies from Minnesota, we were talking about in uh, like in the off season. They, I don't know what they did. They moved somebody, but they like signed some like older guys. I was like, dude, your guys' average age is like ninety two. Like, They're, what the hell is well, Minnesota doing? Dude? Their GM was like, they they fired their GM like a few weeks into the off season. Then there was like on chicklets here. Like, why did this not happen sooner? Like it was yeah. almost like the GM that got fired was sabotaging like the team on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. And yeah, I just Minnesota, I think might be one of the worst teams in the NHL next year. I, t- <laughs> I told my buddy that from Minnesota, I go, dude, you guys might be like a bottom five team. He's like, no way, man. I was like, dude, I, I was like, I know it's your team and you're optimistic. And I was like, I'm a fan of the Minnesota Wild. I've always liked watching them play in the past years, but I just don't see you guys doing very well, man. I think, and I don't think it's like really, I mean, yes, it's the talent, but it's just like, mm-hmm. the, you guys, your GM fucked you and it's just not looking good. Right. Oh, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Smaltz was the other one for Arizona that they got that I couldn't remember. Cause I drafted, nice, yep. I took right. him in. It was like my last pick. I took him and Dylan Strom. Defense. Ironically, like they're from. They both played for Chicago, but only one plays for Chicago now. But they were my is, last two picks. I'm like, dude, Arizona def- might be pretty fucking good this year. Is Smaltz a defenseman? No, he's a uh, left winger. His brother was the defenseman that played for us. Played for the Blues. Okay. Oh, oh, yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's right. That got. Yep. I can't remember if they were both defensemen when we'd watch them play. I can never remember if he was also a defenseman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, that's a good player. Uh, but Dylan Strom is fucking—he's a rookie. And oh like, yeah, old Stromer. Well, Stromer was fucking good last year, but yeah. I still don't think Chicago makes the playoffs either. No, not yet. I'm actually watching them play uh, the Caps right now. They didn't really make make any moves again. It was just kind of like, dude, yeah, these contracts kinda, are still fucking them up right now. Yeah, that's kind of tough. It's really. It's really shit. It's like, damn, the Taze Kane contracts are kind of fucking up. But at the same time, like, they, they still got the Keith contract, the Seabrook contract, the Crawford contract. Like, yeah, and it's like the Taze and Kane are still doing what they're doing. They're still producing, putting up points. Jonathan Taze is one of the best leaders in the league. But it's put um, a fucking lock on the rest of the team, though. Yeah, it's tough. But you know, it's it's a Blackhawks. They'll figure it out. It's almost like it's kind of like the Cardinals in a way. I don't know, <laughs> you know? man. That, their GM's kind of a fucking idiot, if you ask me. Yeah, Bowman. but we also had a really dumb GM for a while. True. Out. But some of these moves, I think, have just... Yeah, well, a lot of, apparently a lot of people aren't happy. Was, uh, I don't know if he's still there, but uh, Stan Bowman? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I'm talking he, about. He's the is GM. He the G- 
Mm-hmm. Is he the GM? I can remember if he was a GM or if he was something. I, th- I thought I can remember if he was the GM or something higher up. In yeah, the, uh, he was shit talking Quinville, and it's like Quinville didn't do yeah. anything, man. Yeah, I think that was a battle of egos there. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and bad... Quinville didn't want a Panarin tra- traded, and they traded Panarin for Sod. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're going to trade one of the best players in the NHL for Brandon Saad. No disrespect to Brandon Saad, but he's not the bread man. Like, yeah. Then yeah, you trade away Tivo Teravainen, too. Like, yeah. you're trading not- away. Like, watch, Dylan Strone's going to be next. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, they traded I don't away Schmaltz Schal- uh, already, and it's just like, dude, like, everybody that you, everybody good that the Blackhawks have drafted in the last few years has been traded. <laughs> like, yeah, which is weird because they used to be the opposite where it's like, fuck, look at all these good players they're mm-hmm. drafting. Now look how good they're doing. So, like, yeah, man, I think it just comes down to those big contracts they were giving away. So, Like they draft we'll great, and then when they're still restricted free agents, they trade their contracts away. It just like To me, it's just like that shows you how much in trouble they are because if you don't fucking sign, to me, you can sign Taze and Kane, but the Keith and Seabrook contracts is what has really fucked them up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Seabrook yeah. was a healthy fucking scratch last year for a lot of games. Like, right? Yeah, they just yeah they fucked themselves with the contracts, and now they're paying for it, which I yep. love to see. But yeah, I hate to see it. But uh, <laughs> uh, a prediction of mine is that Robin Leonard is going to be their starting goaltender this year. Oh wow! Okay, can dig that. Um. That and what else did I have? I had something else. I can't remember, but yeah, I just don't Nashville. I just think their window is closing. Yeah, but they got the best fans. Yep, <laughs> they'll they'll go away the second they miss the playoffs. They won't be there again. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how long they stick around this year. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh... And why yeah, is their like, arena so loud? Because it's the smallest arena in the NHL. It's not that hard. That's science. Like, yeah. Oh, and why is it always packed outside of the rink? Oh, because Broadway's right there. So. Right. <laughs> Idiots. Um, yeah, man. I think I think their windows just kind of like you said. Windows kind of closing on their uh, their time to shine. And I think, like, I know a lot of people disagree with this, but I think getting rid of PK Supan will definitely. Uh, I think it will show. A lot of people will rip on Supan, but man, that play he can get points. And he can get points and he can fucking play defense too. Like yeah, and he can take control of a game. So yeah. they're uh Yeah. Oh my God. which kinda of sucks is they got that uh No, what's that number nine? Oh, they got that Forsberg guy, then they got uh Who's the other guy they got good forward? Yo- Arvidsson? Yoshi? Victor Arvidsson? Uh Roman Yoshi's their defenseman, their captain. He's he's a good player. Uh, Philip Forsberg, yeah, Arvidsson. For, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, they have one more too. Which uh, yeah, I can't think of it either. But Forsberg, I mean, they still got some guys. But um, Johansson, just, maybe that's it. Um, but they, the thing that I think is very telling to me is Pekarine's game, especially last season. It was. It looked like it's slowing down, and dude, he does not perform that well in the playoffs. He had that one good year where they made it to the Cup final, but after yeah. that, they have not really. He has not really performed well. Last year, he was letting in some goals that were very questionable. Yeah, he might be hitting his uh, Carey Price stride. 
especially if they don't if they can't figure out a way to put up keep putting a good team in front of them it's going to be uh see like the thing is carrie price i still feel like is a good goalie he's just on a shitty ass team you can't expect him to win every game like jonathan quick is still a great goalie but like he's on a fucking terrible that's true uh, la kings but, team but i mean we also saw price like, uh, I don't know. I don't think it was last year. I think he did all right last year, maybe the year before, where he was letting up some goals. Where it was like, eh, is this kind of the downfall of him? But uh, you never know, though. It's 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 hard to say sometimes with goalie like the Carey Price and even the the Peke Reina. As much as I hate the guy because he was a wall, has a down year. But those guys have that mentality of being able to being able to pick it back up and figure it out. So right. But that's a you're asking a lot out of that guy to you know you lose PK and. Your team's not as good as it was last year, and you're asking Rene to stand on his head. It's it's a lot to ask out of a guy who's getting older. So yep. we'll see, though. And I, mean, I, Aval- hope they, I hope they suck. The fucking Avalanche are going to be good. Uh-huh. One of the key moves that they made this year that not a lot of people are talking about that I think it's going to be a huge move is getting Nazem Kadri. Huh. Yeah, dude, for sure. Like, not a lot of people are talking about that, and like. Nazem Kadri's a great fucking player. He might be a head case, but he's a great player. Yeah, dude. You got it. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's tough. I hate I hate that I like watching Colorado though. Like it's kind of a fun team to watch. They like, are. They're so quick. They're so the fast. Only thing the only thing about Colorado that I don't I haven't bought into yet is I think they should have re signed Varlamov and I don't think their defense is as great as people are saying it is i mean like fucking eric johnson's they're one of their like number one d-man so yeah well they got that uh calamari kid um yeah so i think if they find if they figure out if that kid can be the player you're supposed to be build around him on your defensive end Mm -hmm. they'll start looking uh even better on that end but I, i agree with you on that i mean eric johnson's your number one guy come on right Come on. You might as well get Eric Brewer there, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> they remind me, Colorado nice. reminds me a lot of Dallas. Like, in terms yeah. of, like, where their back end, like, they have a, their forwards are fucking scary. And then their back end is just kind of very out in the open. Right. Where this is where the Blues come in, and they're just a well, I'm not even trying to be biased, they're a well rounded team. This is the most well rounded team I may have ever seen. And we have the. I'm not even again, not even being biased. We might be the most like deaf team in the yeah. NHL. Like Without a doubt. we can take somebody out and put somebody in and they will start anywhere else. Like yeah, that's why we won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yep. And that's gonna be a big factor, I think, coming into the season too. And for the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I don't know. As much as I uh, I'm definitely gonna if it's us in Colorado battling, I'm gonna you know, obviously hate the fuck out of Colorado and not be happy for him, but mm-hmm. And plus, every time we play Colorado, it's just like an amazing game. I I feel like both teams just for some reason just it brings out the best in them. Yeah. No, they hate each other. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The Blues are going to have now, let's see. The Blues are going to have at least three of those, maybe four or five, like, of those teams this year. Like, this might be the most exciting year of hockey that we'll ever have. Like, since we're yeah. defending cup champions, Dallas is going to be gunning for us. Nashville, Chicago, uh, Winnipeg, fucking, and Colorado. I mean, like, this whole central division is just going to be a fucking war this year. Yeah, man, we're like the toughest division to play in, but 
Yeah, man, that's like like those games against Colorado are always my favorite because they're just like almost old school hockey. Like it's there's big hits, there's quick plays, there's big saves, there's fights, but it's it's like a there's nothing like dirty about it, but it's like a but it's a but it's a gritty, dirty game right. every time we, we play those games. And I think that's probably going to be how I think that I think Dallas we're going to have those like you, like you were saying in our division that it's going to be it's going to be fun. I think I'm, I hope so. Same or we, or we just blow through the fucking division. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I I actually I actually don't want us to do that because I, I don't feel either. like I, just looking at past history in the NHL, I feel like that's just always bad. Yeah, I'm trying not to come like too hyped up into this year for us because I know like things could go. I feel like you know you get too hyped up and then the team lets you down. But um, I'm like I'm not as hyped as I was last year. I guess coming into this year, you know, how last year we came in it was like oh this fucking. I mean, granted we won the cup, but we had a really bad half season. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll probably have our strides of you know a week or so where we don't play as well, but it won't be. As yeah. bad as it was last year. I don't. Yeah, probably won't be as bad as last year. At the same time, saying that, I would not be surprised if we have an extremely slow start like last year, though. Yeah, uh, I, I see us being a little more just consistent this year. Yeah, I agree. Not like not losing our game as much. Like if we like have a couple, you know, it's like last year where it's like okay, we played bad, lost, but we were able to bounce back. Like we're going to be a better bounce back team. I sure. think for sure, and I think defensively this year we might. We were. I think we are going to eat. Me and you, especially, I think, are going to eat our words on some players defensively this year. Definitely. Oh, 100 percent. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So yeah. So real quick, going through, going back through who we think will win the divisions in the Atlantic. You and I both picked Tampa Bay. Uh, Metro. I picked Washington. You picked Pittsburgh. In the Pacific, you we both picked uh, Vegas Golden Knights, and in the Central, you picked the Blues, and I picked the Dallas Stars uh, for the bus this year. In the Atlantic, uh, I picked Florida, you picked Buffalo. In the Metro, we both picked Carolina. In the Pacific, we both picked San Jose, which would be fucking wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and in the Central, uh, we both picked Winnipeg, and I'm borderline. Wondering if Nashville will be a wild card type team. Yeah, definitely. All right, all right, all right. Time to predict early predictions on who we think will make the playoffs. Dun 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 dun. I don't know why I just did the ESPN thing. <laughs> but... uh, are we just so? Of... Are we doing eight? Are we going like one through eight from each conference, or how are we doing it? See, this is where I got. This is why I got confused, motherfucker. Um, so we're gonna do top three from each division, okay, and then two wild cards. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cause I think last year we picked we picked eight, and then we were like, "Oh fuck, that's not the playoff format anymore." Yeah, that's why yeah, I got we confused. Somehow, yeah, we somehow fucked ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so top three. Are we doing like in any specific order? We're we just doing the top three. Uh, let's, let's see. Yeah. Let's try to do the order. Let's try the top three, who we think will finish the division in the top three. Okay. Well, that's not, that's not really bad either. Cause we already picked our top ones from each division. So we're really just picking two more from each, each right. division. So, so here real quick, let me just go through that real quick. Uh, in the Atlantic, me and you with Tampa Bay, 
Yep. And a Metropolitan, I have Washington, and you have Pittsburgh. All right, yes, let's sir. go back to the Atlantic now. Uh, who are your two teams? Who are the other two teams from the Atlantic that you think will make the playoffs in two and three? Uh, I got the <clears throat> uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, the Boston Bruins. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do the same. Um, yeah. <laughs> only I'm reversing. I'm going Boston second, uh, Maple Leafs in third. Oh, okay. That was the finish last year. So, uh, believe it or not, I'll actually send you a snap so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Uh, my dad or some got some from somebody. It's like a, uh, it's like a standings thing, but it's like the goalie helmets and you just, uh, pop them in. So I, uh, filled them in after the Stanley Cup with how the uh, standings were from last year for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that right now. So I kind of have a base of what uh, what we were, what we finished last year with each division that I can uh, act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have what you have what we had or what the actual no what the were? actual what the actual oh, okay. standings were last year. So yeah, you uh, you you're predicting what happened uh, last year, which was Tampa, uh, I see Tampa, Boston, and Toronto. Oh. oh, that is what happened last year? Yep. All right. Look at me. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Let's go to the Metropolitan. Uh, of course, I have Washington, number one. You have Pittsburgh. Who do you have for the next two teams? Uh, I got Washington coming to the number two there, and then I got the New Jersey Devils at number three. It's funny. Um, I'm the complete opposite again. I got, well, I got Pittsburgh at number two, New Jersey at number three. All right. Well, yeah, New Jersey's going to go from uh, last in the division to third, in my opinion. Dude, they might, man. I think so. Fucking Pick up PK. You get uh, Jack, Jack Hughes. Hughes. I, I Taylor hate to Hall predict, could have a comeback. I hate to put this voodoo, but I see Jack Hughes getting injured bad this year. Really? I just think he's small, man. Like he's good. Like he's going to be good. His small is his. His uh, stature isn't going to hold him back in this league, but I somehow I see him getting. Shit wrecked or something weird, and it might, like it's almost gonna be like a McDavid kind of injury thing where it's like fuck. I don't know why. I just think he's. I think he's just almost a little too small. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be. I could be very wrong. I'm, that's just a weird feeling I have. I hope not. The kid's fucking phenomenal. Who are your two wild cards <laughs> in the Eastern Conference? So my two wild cards are gonna be the Florida Panthers. And uh, who the fuck did I say my bust was in the Metropolitan? The Rangers? No, I said the Hurricanes. Um, I'm going to go with the Panthers. At number one? Nope, nope, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go with the Islanders at number one and the Rangers at number two. Ooh, you're going to New York. Yeah, man. I think that the Metro Division might uh, take all five. Which sounds weird, but fuck the Central does it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Philly. Okay, I'm gonna go like with it. Newark Islanders and Philly. Islanders at number one, Philly at second. Um, yeah, Gritty had a rough, uh, you know, rookie season, but a team that wouldn't surprise me if they made a comeback in the playoffs is Detroit. I hope so. Stevie Y being back. Um, Stevie Y, baby. They, I could. I see them honestly. 
I would be surprised if they make it, but with that being said, uh, at the same time, I see them missing the playoffs, and this is kind of like they're still in that rebuilding stage, and I think next year we for sure see them back in the playoffs. Oh, I think so too. I think Stevie Y is going to pull off some fucking magic somehow. I love that guy. I'll follow that guy wherever he goes. He almost brought back Pavel Datsyuk this year, and I would have just, right. I would have been like, I would have had my like '90s boner all over again. Do they have Bertuzzi, Tyler Bertuzzi, or is that Arizona? Uh, I think they. I think Detroit has them, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. I believe good. so. Yeah, he is. He's good. Yeah, yeah. I hope they uh, start picking up again. I miss the Red Wings. I miss them in our division. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, thanks, Gary. <laughs> All right, on to the Western Conference. Uh, in the Pacific, we both have uh, Vegas at number, number one. one. Uh, who's the who's two and three for you? Uh, so my number two is going to be the Calgary Flames. And my number three is going to be the Edmonton Oilers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just can't see McDavid going another year without the playoffs, man. I, I just, I, that team's got to put it together for that guy. Like, if there's anybody I want to win a Stanley Cup from here on out, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. No, I feel you, McDavid. It's it's to me, it's like this is. You got to, you have to make the playoffs this year. Or like, yeah. if I'm McDavid, yeah. and if I don't make the playoffs this year, if I'm McDavid, I'm asking for a fucking trade. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be upset if that guy got selfish finally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, yeah. I imagine then you're flipping. Uh, you're going to put the Yotes in from where I have the Oilers. Yeah, at number two I have Calgary. At number three I have Arizona. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I was I was tough in between uh, the Yotes and the Oilers, but I got to go with my boy McDavid. I just think Arizona's going to surprise a lot of people this year. I think they're going to be a lot tougher than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, Central Division, I have Dallas, and you have the Blues, who are the who are two and three. Uh, my number two is going to be Colorado. My number three is going to be um, Dallas. Yeah, which we kind of already hit on already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For me, uh, number two is going to be uh, the Blues, and three is going to be Colorado. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a battle, that's for sure. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a season-long battle of like just flipping in and out of spots in that division. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Which is going to be interesting. Who are your two wildcard teams? So my two wildcard teams are going to be the Yotes and the uh, – I'm going to go with the Predators. I think the Predators still have enough to push a wild card spot. Yeah, the more and more I'm looking at, like, the teams left, I, I, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure for the same for you as it is for me. I, like, I kind of have – the Oilers and the Yotes are probably interchangeable a little bit. Um, like, obviously, I think I'm going more Edmonton, you're going more Yotes, but I think we both agree they could – possibly interchange each other i think somehow those teams make the playoffs mm-hmm. uh my two wild cards are going to be nashville and edmonton uh, just looking nice. at um i think we're kind of starting to see as like as tough as like the central division is i think we're starting to see the downfall of the western conference in a way and i think that has a lot to do with the pacific division uh, um, yeah 
the Kings, Ducks, and the Canucks like don't do anything. Right. Uh, the Canucks, I wouldn't be surprised if they are halfway decent this year. Yeah, that's true. I don't, if Elias Pettersson, if they can get somebody surrounding him, I think that'd be a great move. Uh, um, yeah. But um, who the worst team in the NHL? This is what we haven't discussed yet. Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the NHL this year? Oh dear God! I know, um, I I think I know mine. Uh, nice. Fucking dear, right. I'm... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what happened? Kashida just showed off his uh, two mystery partners, and it was Brizongo. Oh, nice. Um, I'm gonna go with the Ducks being the worst team in the league. Yep, that's who I was gonna say. I think the Ducks will be the worst team in the NHL this year. Yeah, uh, that's kind of sad, but <laughs> I mean, you're losing two veterans, locker room guys, and like who came even pass a fucking physical, right? And yeah. then you just add on to last year. Is there is their head coach still? Uh, What's his name? Um, Blizma, Belzma, Panamana. Oh, was that their coach? I thought it was... Um, oh, I don't know. They've had I, like I 90, I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, maybe it is Boudreaux. Hmm. can't remember. No, it's um, the guy that was coaching uh, Toronto for the longest time. Um, oh, my God. I can see his face. Um... Oh, uh, well, it was Randy Carlyle. Now Carlisle it's Bob Murray. I meant. Now yeah, it's, it's Bob Murray. Now it's now. Bob Murray. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to be, uh, they're just not going to be a good team. Right. And Eakins is one of their coaches now. Oh, is he? Dallas, or Dallas Eakins, not Cody Eakins, I guess. Oh, well, that makes me sad. Um, all right. We got two more predictions. Um, actually, Let's do something that we didn't do last year. Uh-huh. Who will be in the Eastern Conference Finals? In the Eastern Conference Finals? Yep. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, Lord. Well, now i got to think of how I guess my teams are set up ranking-wise. Um. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa Pittsburgh. Tampa Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm going Tampa Washington. Oh, okay. I don't like it. Both of us going with our top teams. Tampa Pittsburgh. Tampa, Washington, Tampa. <laughs> Please do something. That's <laughs> been too good. Western Conference Finals. Who are your two teams? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Blues. I'm going to go Blues Knights. I'm riding the top of the divisions. That's uh, exactly what I have. And I kind of want to see it. But then I'm going to be heartbroken because it's going to be Ryan Reeves. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and I don't want to see anybody else celebrate with the cup but Ryan Reeves. Right. I um, uh, set myself up for heartburn. <laughs> heartburn? Oh, man. I, I feel bad for the teams because, fuck, I mean, you know, we know, even before last year in the playoffs, that anything could happen. But um, I think I would just like to see the Blues and the Knights. Yeah. It'd be fun. Um, be a good series. Well, that's a scary series. So with that, now, who do you have winning your Eastern Conference between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Pittsburgh Penguins? No, I'm on Tampa. Tampa, yeah, me too. Uh, I have Tampa beating Washington in my Eastern Conference predictions going to the Stanley Cup uh-huh. final. And then for the Western Conference, who do you have between the Blues and Vegas Golden Knights? Oh, Jesus. Um, God damn it. I hate this part of the show. <laughs> uh, let's go Vegas. Let's go Vegas just to, so I don't seem overly biased on the show or wow. anything. I, I'm not even being biased. I think the blues will go. I think the blues will be back in the finals. I really do. Just yeah, from I think- looking at everything right now, studying everything. I really think the blues, I would not be shocked the Blues end up back in the finals. I think I'm also just going off the weird superstitious part of me as a hockey player where it's like, well, I picked him to win the division, so maybe I jinxed him for the cup, so maybe I'll pick him not to win the cup, and that'll help him win the cup or get to the cup. <laughs> <laughs> if the wind's blowing this hard on this day, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. I hate, I, I hate having a good team, though. Uh, Tampa Bay, Vegas, who's winning the Stanley Cup? Tampa. I'm going Tampa, man. I'm, I'm going to ride Tampa out until they win it. <laughs> uh, I'm going repeat. I think Blues win All another right. Stanley Cup, and I think we're like, we'll just be in heaven again next year. I really honestly believe, I have a gut feeling that we will repeat. Like, I think <sighs> we will shock the world. Like, So you're asking me to get really sick again? Yes. Yeah, you have to die basically this year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> If it happens, dude, you better call the news and be like, you have to do this story on this kid, dude. Like, this guy deserves it. Like, he went, this kid played hockey his whole life, I loves the blues, and he hasn't been able to celebrate the two Stanley Cups we got. I have a superstition. Give this guy some love. I have a superstition why. Uh, so, I think we repeat because I get to go see the Stanley Cup again tomorrow. So, that means I get to touch it twice. So, I'm just giving up, I'm giving that good juju to go, you know. This is a two-time oh. repeater. All right, calm down, Randy Carriker. <laughs> no, if I was Randy, I would start talking like this, and you know, I just know everything. And if you Look disagree, at my big smile. if you disagree with me, then I'm just gonna like berate you, but act like I'm not berating you, and just everybody would still love me because I do it in such a nice way. And on top of it, like I'm never wrong, and if I am wrong, I will just spin it to where I'm not wrong. <laughs> Because that's how everybody is on ESPN 101. <laughs> oh, God. Am I wrong? <laughs> Fuck. No, not at all. It's like I hope, to, you, I hope to God 101 doesn't tell Chris Kerber what to do on the radio. No doubt, man. So that'll just piss me off. I'm right there with Play. Play. I like the pick, though. I like the pick. I'm, really, I'm hoping we get there again. We got we got the team. We can do it. So yeah. And we said the same thing last year about the team. So you never know. You never know. Never know. All right, that just about does it here on uh, the first Hockey Talks of the Year, the prediction show. Um, 
Let's hit him with that hat trick. Oh, boy. The hat trick. Uh, number one, obviously. Hockey's back, baby. It's going to be... It's going to be a hell of a season. Looking forward to it. Uh, my number two... Um, oh, man. What could be my number two? I'm going to keep them all hockey, obviously. Uh, my number two... Uh, Finally, Matthew Kachuk gets signed. That took way too long. That should never happen with a player like that. Figure it the fuck out, NHL. Uh, no doubt. And my number, th- and my number three, uh, just the biggest news of the week as a St. Louis fan. Welcome to the St. Louis Blues, Justin Folk. We're happy to have you. You're gonna love it here. The fans are gonna love you, and we, you know, we expect great things uh, because you are great. So. <laughs> You know, but I don't want to make it sound like it's like, well, you better, you know, we expect things out of you. You better give us what we want. Just, you know, he's a good player. I hope he can help us out and uh, improve our power play. And uh, just, a, you know, time, you know, with that fucking Doug Armstrong, um, can you just calm down on my throat a bit? Because just keep shoving your dick inch by inch down it. So <laughs> give me a break, brother. But yeah, I mean, that's just incredible news that came out of nowhere, man. So let's go, Blues. Let's go blues. All right. Um, my number one, um, hockey. Yeah. I just have to say the same thing as you. Hockey's back. I mean, <laughs> best sport in the world and it's back. Like, fuck man. I'm excited. I can't wait. Like it's back so soon for us, man. It was like the perfect amount of time off. I was still like, it still went slow for me. I was Did still, it? like the last month I was like, all right, I need hockey back. I'm bored. Like, mm wrestling That's hasn't fair. been that good like i need hockey back it went fast for me because for two months i was able to actually live my life a little bit but now i'm back <laughs> in the uh <laughs> i'm back in the shitter again literally and figuratively so um, it came nice little break for me yes yeah. uh number two um my number two shout out to the nhlpa for keeping uh for not optioning to review the uh the cba deal right now um mm-hmm uh, so I think that's just a win for hockey fans. I think it's a win for the players in the league. So yep. that's, a, that's a win. And my number three Stanley cup banner is getting raised on Wednesday. And it's just like a, it's going to be like a moment in time where time's just going to freeze. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like sounds going to drown out when you see that fucking banner getting raised. It's just going to be like, Holy shit. And then the yep. sound slowly fades back in when it's, up in the rafters the crowd's going wild and here we are back the nhl seasons here i mean it's been a long time coming the fucking stanley cup banner will be raised on wednesday like holy shit place is gonna be so loud yeah dude yeah because you have to think like aside from the preseason games the crowd hasn't been in the arena with the players like to celebrate that shit you know yeah it's gonna be it's going to be so loud. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you properly raise a banner in Nashville. Yeah, no doubt. You don't just make them up. Right. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Oh, Hockey's man. back, baby. Oh. It's going to be awesome. Yep. All right. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at OffendedPod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation and all social media platforms as well, I'm buying time right now to look something up. Um, okay. Uh, make sure to Mark go. Stall. Yeah, 
And also make sure to go follow Hot Box Hockey on all social media platforms as well at Hot Box Hockey. Uh, that's I. If it was just that, I just would have just said that. Hashtag Puff Puck Bass. Um, you can buy our T-shirt at www.prosnts.com by searching "offended." Buy our T-shirt, please. They have long sleeve T-shirts, so you can wear into the arena if you want at the during hockey games. So go do that. Um, maybe we we should make our own hockey jersey because that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> right. It'd just be black and just say offended on. Like, nah. Not even with our logo. It would just be like the letters. Like It would just be like the <laughs> generic. Like, and do like the old African-American jerseys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, ironed on somewhat. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love you have it. to take it to Johnny Max, get the iron on. <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure uh, to listen to Offended, which is out tomorrow. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts, just by searching Offended. Uh, subscribe, follow, give us that five-star rating. And make sure to go check out – no, never mind. I'm done with the plugs. <laughs> oh, long... Shaw just got his butt whooped. What? Sorry, I'm watching this Caps game. Didn't mean to interrupt your plugs. Oh, but you uh, I, I, I Shaw – it. Shaw from the Blackhawks just got fucking taken down in a fight. Good. Oh, never mind. Never mind. It was kind of a weak takedown. <laughs> yeah, Sorry no, for bringing I, I overplugged it anyways, so that's fine. Okay. Anyway, you can follow me. You can follow me. It's been a long. We've just this is our second episode in a row that we're doing in one night. We've been talking to each other for four hours straight. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation, if you want, at Trick1042. Uh, you can follow Stoutsy at JimmyJames9417 on Instagram and Twitter. James V. Stout on Snapchat. All right, all right, all right. Hockey talks, baby. Hockey in general is back. Love it. Love, love to see it. it. Too. It's, it's not the, a big deal. It's not a big deal. Go drink some pink Whitney's to celebrate. I finished my two bottles so quickly. Um, fuck. It's just hockey's back. I'm just so happy. Just so happy. Yep. It's time for the Blues to defend the throne, baby. I can't wait. Let's do it. All right. Uh, hockey talks will be sporadic throughout the year, obviously, like last year. So. Just stay tuned to our social media when a new one's going to come on. Uh, we'll try to do – so, like, this is coming out on a Thursday, and we will try to do every Monday put out the Facebook version for you nerds that listen to it on Facebook instead of just listening to us on a podcast format but whatever. So we'll try to keep it like that. But anyway, hockey's back. Let's go Blues. Oh, man. It's happy you sound see him happy. Excited. Let's right. get it. Let's get it. For uh, Stout C on Tricky, this has been Offended's Hockey Talks presented by PWP Nation and Hotbox Hockey. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.